In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Let us read two passages from the Scripture, one from the Old Testament and one from the New Testament. First one in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, starting from verse 9. And moreover, because the preacher was wise, he still taught the people knowledge. Yes, he pondered and sought out and set in order many proverbs. The preacher sought to find acceptable words, and what was written was upright words of truth. The words of the wise are like goods, and the words of scholars are like well-driven nails given by one shepherd. And further, my son, be admonished by these, of making many books there is no end, and much study is wearisome to the flesh. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. Glory to the Holy Trinity, now and forever. Amen. In this passage, the preacher here, either he is speaking about himself, King Solomon, or can be about the Lord Jesus Christ, a prophecy about the Lord Jesus Christ. But also it can be applied for every Sunday school servant and for every parent and every clergy or a person he is in charge of teaching and raising up children. In order to preach, in order to teach, you need to be wise. That's why he said, moreover, because the preacher was wise, he still taught people knowledge. He was able to teach knowledge because he was wise. And he pondered and sought out and set in order many proverbs. Either he wrote proverbs or after he digested what he read, he was able to deliver the right message to the people. And he is speaking, what is the source of wisdom? The source of wisdom, the preacher sought to find acceptable words and what was written was upright words of truth. Part of the wisdom is to read. But reading what? Read the words of truth. Because the words of truth are the words of God. Reading actually is very helpful. It is the food of our mind. As we eat for our physical body, as we pray and we do spiritual exercises for the nourishment of our spirit, the same way the reading is the food for our mind. But if you eat junk food, your health will suffer. In the same way, if you read junk food, your mind will suffer. In order to acquire the heavenly wisdom, you need to seek what is upright, the word of truth. Maybe you will not like it, because sometimes the word of God convict me or rebuke me 
That's why in verse 11 he said, The words of the wise are like goats. You know the goats? The horseman used to use the goats in order to pierce the side of the horse so can run. In the same way, the word of God may rebuke me, may convict me, pierce me, but pierce me to motivate me to run. Some people like just the milk. They want the milk all the time. They don't want solid food. You cannot grow. You cannot just listen and read what is funny, what is easy to read, what is acceptable to your mind. No, the word of truth, even if it's going to rebuke you like the goods. And the word of the scholars are well-driven nails given by one shepherd. So the second description of the word of truth, like well-driven nail, confirm you. Yes, it will pierce you, convict you, but it will confirm you in the truth. You will be steadfast in your faith. Then in verse 12, he warned us from just reading any book. He said, and further, my son, be admonished by these. Of making many books, there is no end. And I don't know if he said this about his time, that there is no end for many books. What would he say in our contemporary time when actually there is infinite number of books and researches and papers and it's unlimited, unlimited. He got the news he, he wants. In Hard Muslim, when you like to read about the war between Israel and Hamas, you can take hours, take you from one reporter to another newspaper, to another YouTube, to another channel. It can take you hours. We need to be wise. Be admonished by this of making many books, there is no end. And much study in these actually without discernment is wearisome to the flesh. You will waste your time, you will waste your energy, you will be confused, your mind actually will not get healthy food. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandment, for this is man's all. Any book that goes with this theme, that plant in my heart the fear of God, to be delighted in his commandments, this is a good book to read. Why? For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. The second passage that I like to read is from 2 Timothy, chapter 4. I'm sure you know 2 Timothy is the last letter St. Paul he wrote before his martyrdom. He sent this letter to Timothy, instructing him to bring some stuff to him. In verse 13, he told him, bring the clock that I left with Carpus at Terwas when you come. What else he asked for? And the books, especially the parchment. St. Paul knew that his time to be martyred is very soon. In this letter, he said, I have fought the good fight. So he knew why he is asking for the books and the parchment. Why? To read. This verse actually gives us the lesson in the importance of reading. 
Even St. Paul, who wrote more than 50% of the New Testament, 14 letters out of 27 books, who ascended to the third heaven, whose writing was very wisely to the extent that St. Peter said many ignorant people can misinterpret the letters of St. Paul to their own destruction. St. Paul, who was disciplined by Gamalael, one of the great and wise teachers. St. Paul, who was considered the philosopher of Christianity. St. Paul asking Timothy to bring him books and parchment to read, even in his age, about to die for Christ, but still he is reading. Reading, again, is very important. That's why I'm happy that here in St. Mary Church, you have this book fair to encourage the children, the youth, the adult to read. And this is very important, how to encourage them to read, but to read what is right as we read in the book of Ecclesiastes. I remember when we were children, during summer vacation, one of the activities that our church back in Shobra provided to us كان في حاجة اسمها المكتبة activity اسمها المكتبة ايه المكتبة دي نحن we go to spend the time in the library of the church just to read not just to borrow book to read there فاكر كان معاتب يبقى من 10 ل 12 الصبحية كنا نروح الساعة 10 المكتبة مفتوحة نختار أي كتب ونقعد نقرأ من الساعة 10 للساعة 12 the church understood the importance of reading. That's why he said this activity for the children and for the youth and Sunday school children to go to the church just to read, to borrow any book from the library and to read there. You know, we did not take the book to our homes. We read in, in the library. But the challenge here either Sunday school servants or parents. What is our role in the children literacy? And can we censor what they are reading or it is not right? This what through the grace of God I like to discuss today about our role in children literacy and how to censor what our children read and watch in the media. Should we leave our children to read by themselves or we have to be involved in their reading and literacy development, whether Sunday school servants or parents? The involvement of parents and Sunday school servants in the development of children literacy is very, very important. Number one, we need actually to choose for them the books appropriate for their age and their interest. This is very important how a young child in first grade, second grade, third grade, how he would choose a book. He doesn't have the discernment, but we need actually to help them and to teach them how to choose the right book that is appropriate for their age and their interest. Number two, how to set a reading time as a priority. I know many parents 
involvement in the activities of children. We have music class, we have swimming class, a sport class. That's very good. Bring them to Sunday school, bring them to him's classes. That's good. But as actually you set aside a time for all this activity, do you set aside a time for reading and give it priority or not? And as I told you back in Ambatuni Shobra, they used to set a time for us. When Fakir can our Sunday school servants, they encourage us to go and participate in these two hour readings. Also in our homes, we need actually to set a time for reading. This we encourage our children for this activity. And you give them access either to printed books or digital version of books, although I prefer printed books in the young age, so they will not be addicted to these gadgets. Also, reading will help children learn how to extract information and use it appropriately. Reading is helpful more than watching. If you watch, for example, Bible story, somebody made the imagination how this story happened. You are sitting passive. There is no imagination here. And just you watch what happens. The story of Joseph, the story of the Lord Jesus Christ, the nativity. But when you read, just you are reading the words, but your mind is making the imagination. How the, the manger look like? Who are the shepherds? Who are the wise men? How St. Mary was sitting? in the stable. The imagination, you make it by yourself. This actually will increase the creativity. You will be more creative because you are imagining the images in your mind. Reading here will help the children to extract information, make imagination in their mind about how these scenes happened and use the information appropriately. Of course, with the guidance of their parents or Sunday school servants. Also, when they start reading in a young age, reading can help them to master the language quickly. And if they are reading or learning more than one language, so they can master other language quickly. Even some words that we don't use it in slang in everyday life, but they are used in the books. When they read, they will have more words and more vocabulary to express themselves better. And family involvement enhances children's positive feeling about literacy and improve language performance. Maybe the children will resist reading if you give them a book. But when you are involved with them and in the little children, you read with them, the children will develop positive feeling about reading, about literacy, and this also will improve the language performance. And it's very important to the parents also, especially parents who came like from Egypt and immigrated here, to know what our children are reading. And maybe we know words in our field of work. If I'm an engineer, I know words that make me capable 
to work as engineer or as a physician or as a lawyer or as accountant. But when actually you read with your children, you will enter into their world and you will be involved and understand what they are reading, what they are listening to. For example, the language of the songs is totally different than the language that we use every day. And unless you, you read with them the lyrics of the songs that they listen to, you will not be able to discern what they are listening to is right or wrong, is acceptable or not acceptable. So you need to be involved in the life of your children. Little children, you need actually to read aloud with them. And this has several benefits. It supports their cognitive development. Reading to young children helps develop their cognitive, cognitive means recognition, knowledge, their cognitive skills. Cognitive development is the series of thought process changes that occur during childhood, adolescence, and adulthood. That's what we mean by cognitive development. Being involved with your children, what they read, this actually will support their cognitive development. Also, cognitive development, it refers to the person's ability to perceive, think about, and process information. To perceive the information, think about it, and process it. Reading aloud to your children help them learn about the world by providing knowledge that will let them understand what they see and hear. Especially little children, you explain to them so they understand what they see and hear. Children who hear their parents and others reading aloud have larger vocabularies and these kids understand the world better and think more clearly. Also, you will teach them how to read and how to understand. It's very disappointing when I see college students, very smart, but when they read in the church, they don't know how to read. I mean how to read, not just in pronunciation, no, they pronounce the word well, but they read so fast, they don't know when to stop, they don't make the sense. But if you are reading to your children and teach them and make them read and you listen to them and correct them, this actually will be very helpful. أنا فاكر في المدارس في مصر ما أعرفش هنا في أمريكا عندهم الحكاية دي ولا لا كان في حصة ناخدها في المدارس اسمها قراءة قراءة كنا نقف ونقرأ والمدرس يصلح لنا يعني مثلا لو أنا يقولك عند مثلا الفصلة يبقى شورت بوز عند النقطة البيريود لونجر بوز وهاو تو ريد ا كويشن از ديفرنت ذان هاو تو ريد ان انسر تو ذيس كويشن عشان كده ابهاتنا وجدودنا بالرغم ان زي دونت هاف يعني ميبي ماكسيم هاي سكول دبلوما بس لما تلاقي حد من الناس الكبار بيقرا تلاقي قرايته واضحه واضحه جدا والناس بتفهم اللي هو بيقراه ناو بيبل معناهم ماستر ديجري و بي اتش دي اند وين ذي ريد دونت اندرستاند وات ذي ار ريدنج So when you read with your children, you will help them to know how to read. 
Also, reading improves language skills. Children who read daily tend to have better language acquisition, communication skills, and social interaction. At age three and four, most children have developed the social skill that enables them to interact with other children. A child learn a whole dictionary in four years. By age of four, he can communicate. And most of the words of the dictionary, he knows it and he communicates. Reading to the children in early months of their life helped them understand the meaning of the language and build social skills. Additionally, introducing your child to reading can expand the type of language they are exposed to because there is in the language very, very bad language, garbage language. But in Tehina, you expand the type of language they are exposed to and build a solid foundation for communication skill later on. Nas kitiram nagbamelo interviews, whether the HR or people who interview people for jobs, be uruli in this generation. Bekelhum nas very smart, very smart and very advanced, but they are lacking social skills and communication skills. You know why? Because they spend most of the time on the, the text all the time. They communicate well through texting, through social media, but in person, they're lacking the social skills and the communication skills. Also, reading with your children is preparing them for academic success. Reading to your child is a great way to form a bond and connect with them personally. Children learn new words and develop listening skill when someone reads to them. And this becomes a vital tool for their academic success. to concentrate and focus with his parents when they read to them. So when he goes to the school, he knows how to pay attention and not to be distracted and to bond with the teacher in the school. Early exposure to books and language is a crucial for developing a child reading and vocabulary skills. Also, parents, when they read with their children, they make a bond, a close bond with the children. Forming a strong bond with your child is essential, and regularly reading to your child will help in the relationship process and how to make a strong bond with your children. Spending more quality time with your children can have a lasting impact on them. That's why reading to your children can help create a regular and enjoyable life routine. Looking forward to this hour or 30 minutes that's spent with his parent reading. For small children, trust is essential to their well-being. So when you share a book with your child, they develop this bond that makes them trust you more. Through developing this bond, they will trust you more. So aside from establishing trust, reading to the children can help boost their self-esteem and emotional well-being.
Reading with the children improves concentration and focus. Reading regularly with your children can help build discipline and concentration and create a great shared experience. It's often difficult to get preschoolers to sit still long enough for you to read to them a story. But when you make regular reading part of your family routine, your children will learn how to be more attentive to the words on a page. So when we do this as a daily routine, maybe you can start 15 minutes, then you can make 20 minutes, then you can make it 25 minutes and, and so on. This will help them how to focus, concentrate and pay attention. And as I said before, reading improves creativity and imagination. The imagination of your children is boundless. There is no limit. And they usually dream big. Reading allows your children help them to use their imagination and understand events they have not personally experienced. But as I told you, when they watch a movie about a saint or about Bible story, somebody else did the imagination, not them. Reading can help transport a child to another world. I'm going to talk Ibrahim and Sarah, or a Yusuf. Actually, you are transporting this child to another world a few thousand years ago and offering new possibilities and opportunities. Nurturing your child's imagination can also help support and develop creativity which can benefit them when they grow up. So take advantage of your time with your children and try to make reading with them a daily routine. Some quick tips. Reading books, try to read books with them that are appropriate for their age and interest. Make the reading a fun activity by making some acts وتخلي مثلا يمثل مثلا بيرنس أحيانا لما بيقروا قصة سامويل فيخلي الشايلد لك سامويل والبيرنس لك the voice of God فينادي عليه يقوله سامويل سامويل وبعدين يخلي الولد يروح مثلا لو ماما اللي هي اللي بتقرأ يروح لبابا ويقوله did you call me كنه دا عليك كاهن يقوله لا وروح يعني they are making like a fun كانوا بيعملوا تمثيلية in acting. برضو نزل للشيلدرن bring pictures عشان كده كتاب المقدس المصور ممكن يكون مناسب للولاد. bring pictures to the life and make your narrative sound like something that could happen in real life. after you read with them, ask them how can we apply this to real life? what is the lesson that we learn from this story or this book? what we can apply in our real life. And if your children have questions, children, they ask difficult questions, but they are satisfied with simple answers. But although they ask difficult questions, they are satisfied with simple answers. Who created God? 
فأنت تتخضر هتجاوبوا السؤال ده إزاي لكن لما تيجي تشرح له تقول له Nobody created God قول له طب Let me assume in somebody created God So هنسمي ده God one هتقول له طب هو created God one Another God created him God two Who created God two God three And so on So we reach at the end To a being must exist by himself That is God Look, oh, yeah, I understand. They ask sometimes difficult questions, but they are satisfied with simple answer. And you need to switch from milk to solid food. Like in actual life, any mother at certain age start weaning her baby. In the same way, like milk. And St. Paul rebuked the Hebrews. Because they still needed milk, not solid food. Well, solid food actually is for those who are spiritually mature. Start to read with them more challenging books. In the field of the church, spiritual reading, don't limit your reading to spiritual reading only. And I have an example of Sayyidina Baba Shnuda. can almost in everything he read and has knowledge. But when actually, you يعني, you read with them spiritual reading. أول حاجة لازم يفهم كتاب المقدس. That's very important to understand the scripture and the Bible. وبعد كده introduced them to early church fathers. And many translations to early church fathers are written in a simple English, not in the old English that can be acceptable to our youth and our children. Then the second question, how to censor what our children watch and read. How to make sure that the books your children are reading, they are safe, they are suitable to their age and development level. I will give you some tips that will help you to follow up and to see what they are reading and how to censor what they read. أول حاجة Talk to your children about what they are reading. يعني أقول له لو لقيته مثلا هو جاب كتاب مثلا من البوك فير هنا وابتدى يقرأ. قول له what are you reading? What knowledge you get from this? So to make sure what they are reading and what they think about it. ما هو ممكن يكون بيقرأ كتاب سليم لكن in his mind he is doubting what's written in this book. مش معنى ان هو اختار الكتاب السليم ده معناه انه ان هو خلاص السيف هو بيقرا كتاب مكتوب بالبابا شنوده فخلاص اتس سيف بوك نو اسك ميبي في حرب عليه ان هي از داوتنج وات هي از ريدنج يو نيد تو توك تو ذيم اباوت وات هي ليرنت فروم ذا بوك وات هي دازنت اجري ويذ اف هي داز نوت اجري ويذ ذا بوك so it's an opportunity to talk with each other, but again, don't turn it into a fight. مثلاً يقول لك أنا مش موافق على فكرة اعتراف عن دمونة دي. تقول له غلط ما ينفعش كده. لا إحنا تعلمنا كده. ما تخليش كده الأفكار الغلط تخش مخك. This is not the right way to discuss. You need to be prepared to respond to him, even if you don't know the answer. Go and search it and, and find the answer and come back and discuss it with him.
making discussion an opportunity to bond with your children. Also, Hanan al-Madrasa bit assign certain readings للولاد. فأما بكلمش على الكوريكلم يعني حاجة بتبقى extra curriculum. Talk to your children teacher about what they are reading. And parents can talk also to Sunday school servants about what their children are reading. وبرضو يعني أحيانا المدارس حاليا بتعلم ولادنا حاجات not right. فأنت you need actually to be ready and to read yourself. For example, if your child start to discuss with you evolution, various creation, or transgenderism, or homosexuality, all these issues that are on rise right now, abortion. Read and educate yourself so you can have opportunity to talk with your child. I know the easy thing actually to okay, you are wasting a good opportunity to educate yourself actually and also to create a bond with your children. Go and read by yourself. I speak to ask for some recommended reading to help you to answer this question. You need to understand how to respond if your child is asking you about evolution or about creation, about homosexuality, about transgenderism. Educate yourself. وتفتكر أبونا ولا سيدنا هم مولودين يعني educated كده وعارفين إجابات لكل الأسئلة لا طبعا إحنا سألنا أسئلة نبقاش عارفينها وبندرس وبنقرأ وبندور عشان نعرف نجاوب You as a parent or Sunday school servant you need to do the same Educate yourself برضو talk to some people who are read a lot and who reads well and ask them about book suggestions for children. يعني مثلا يعني أنا أعرف من مصر أبونا أثناسيس فارج اللي هو في نيوجيرسي وأنا أعرف أنه بيحب الإراية وبيعمل معرض كتاب وفكر لما كنا شباب وهو جيك شماس مكرس عندنا في الكنيسة فكنت واقف كده في حوش الكنيسة فهو دخل من اسمه أستاذ كمال كامل فكنا مجموعة شباب فقال أنتوا بتعملوا إيه في الصيف أنا أعجل حاجة فراح قال لا تعملوا أبحاث فأبتدأ أصين أص ففكر جاني أنا وقال لي أنت أعمل بحث على تيموثاوس أعمل زي البحث على تيموثاوس أنا كان أول مرة أعمل بحث في حياتي قال لي اطلع استحجب من مكتبة قاموس كتاب المقدس والفهرس وطلع لي كل الآيات اللي فيها كلمة تيموثاوس وطلع لي كذا في قاموس على تيموثاوس وابتديت هي هي قايدت مين مثلا كتير لما يكون في موضوع وانا عايز اقرا فيه بتصل بيه اقول لبنا واتس يور ريكومنديشن اباوت بوكس ان ذيس سبجكت عدد بيقول لي مثلا 19 كتاب انا ممكن اقرا كتاب واحد منهم يعني انا قصدي يعني ايه في بيبول ار نوليدجبل اند ذات از ذير جيفت ان ريدنج اسك ذيم ريكومنديشن تو ريكومند سام بوكس تو يور تشيلدرن ان ديفرنت ايجز هم صغيرين وهم في ميدل سكول وهم هاي سكول از يوث او مثلا في سيرتن سبجكت اسك ذيم لو انا مثلا موضوع الخلاص مثلا في كونفيوجن اليومين دولت على موضوع الخلاص ايفن امونج كوبتيك اورثودوكس كليرجي اسك ناس تراست وورثي تقول لهم عايز اقرا في الموضوع ده هل فعلا في حاجه اسمها اوريجينال سيلن ولا ما فيش 
هل في حاجة فعلا اسمها penalty or punishment or penal substitution ولا كلام ده ما فيش and they will give you church fathers sincere قال ايه سان اثناسيس قال ايه بدل ما تبقى انت قاعد بس ماشي ده جروب ابونا فلان وده جروب مش عارف سيدنا فلان وانت ماشي بقى تبع عنه جروب لا اقرأ church fathers وابحث بنفسك وشوف you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free طبعا the best way to judge whether a book is suitable for your child or not is to read it each child's development and maturity level is different and your child may be sensitive than others or more open to deeper themes so when you know your child ability this can help you to suggest better books or appropriate books for them if you don't have time to read all the books check online reviews of the books or ask some people who are trustworthy about certain books and they will tell you their feedback Bardo parents can talk with each other about books for their children so we can recommend books to each other آخر حاجة عايز أتكلم عليها about watching and the media you need to understand your role as a parent especially parents more than Sunday school servants in managing media according to many scholars they say given what media and technology is today our children needs filters because what media is offering today and technology many many things actually even games songs cartoons can be destructive to our children we have responsibility as adults to take some charge to the extent we can influence the lessons they are learning from the media they are watching and again discuss with them what they watch and what are the lessons what do they agree on and what they don't agree on but the more you encourage them to read more than watching is better for your children it is a responsibility of parents to guide their children through all kinds of things including media we know much more than they know as what will hurt them you know what will hurt your children they don't know that's why you need to watch this their brains are not yet developed I'm talking about little children so you need actually to observe and supervise what they are watching and all the games or the cartoons are made from business point of view and a business point of view they want to make money out of it that's why they design it in addictive way unfortunately it is not designed in the best interest of our children but they designed the games and the cartoons in very addictive way so they buy more you need actually to watch and to know what games they are playing unfortunately many wrong language 
are used in these games and in these songs and lyrics and cartoon. Besides, there is troubling messages and negative effect on our children. Many of what is directly marketed toward our children is intentionally made more and more extreme to capture their attention and keep them involved as they get older. They intentionally made it extreme in order to capture their attention, which is different than the real life. If you leave your children to the media, you are introducing your kids to fantasies that's far from the reality. And all kinds of marketing strategies used to make parents think it is okay, not realizing how much it's changed since they were young. Yani, what you watch it when you were seven years old is totally different than what your seven-year-old son or daughter is watching right now. So be careful. Violence, for example. Yani, parents control usually we are concerned more about uh, sexuality and nudity that what you are yani, want to protect our children but what about violence violence actually you don't want to expose your children to something that will scare them Halloween season many parents are just very numb to what movies and cartoons are yani, doing during this season you don't want your children actually to watch something that will scare them ممكن يجيلهم nightmares to lose their peace فبي careful برضو أحيانا in the games بيبين ان الفايتنج والبولينج that is the success that is the definition of power that is the definition of acceptance علشان كده the children watch something on the screen and then as they play with their toys or with their friends they imitate exactly what they have seen that's why the bullying in the in the schools are increasing and the main reason is what our children is watching with the media and the video games and many applications eliminate certain skills in our children so our children will not become will not become problem solvers or how to communicate and how to process information in their mind also video games and cartoons give distorted idea to what body should look like in video games and online fantasy games so for example the female character is very unrealistic in these games and the male character also not realistic they don't look normal and usually we are concerned with the unnatural proportion of the dolls and the same thing for boys also you need to sit the stage for healthy media consumption before مثلا buying phone to your children 
or video game. You need to come up with guidelines that fit your individual children and your family. And مثلا, part of the guidelines, you can make agreement with your children. If you stay on the game for a long time and don't, don't do your homework, then maybe no games on school night or no games on church night so they can come early to the church. And you need to make this agreement not as a reaction, but before you buy them a game or before you buy them phone. And there are some households where people leave the TV almost on all time. This is some scientific research proved that this, this is not good for our children, to leave the TV on all the time. Maybe some parents will argue and say, no matter how thoughtful we are and prepared we are, sooner or later our kids are going to be exposed to things we are not comfortable with. But to respond to this argument, you need to make your decision and keep it out as long as you can. Yes, sooner or later they will be exposed, but it's your choice and your decision to keep these things as long as you can. So when they are exposed, when they are spiritually mature, intellectually mature, socially mature, academically mature, it will be less dangerous on them than if they are exposed to these things early in their life. So be proactive in managing your children's media consumption. Be informed as to the content they are accessing, no matter what is their age. And be ready to do your best in a challenging situation. Maybe you say it's too late right now to deal with my teenager or whatever about their addiction to games or addiction to these gadgets. No, plan out what you need to do, how to address this challenging situation and with some wisdom, with some guidance, you will be able to how to do healthy discussion with your children to rescue them from this negative effect of the media and technology addiction. At the end, let me give you some quick tips for media safety. Keep screens out of your children's bedrooms. Set limits based on what works for your family. Try to plan your family's media diet in advance, not as a reaction, but be proactive. Choose content that promotes positive development for your children and learning. Do your best to avoid violent and any inappropriate content. Take time to use screen together to be family time. Have conversation with your children and your youth, the, يعني, your teenagers, about media regarding what is real and what it is not real. Many times what the media is offering is not real. And our children live in unrealistic world. And explain to them the difference between advertisements, shows, and solving conflict without violence. 
Find toys that let your children be creative and can be played in many different ways. Talk with people in your children's life and community about these issues. Share effective strategies and team up together to promote awareness and change when it is needed. As parents, we need actually, as Sunday school servants, we need to be involved in the literacy of our children and also to watch and observe what they watch and what they see and what they read to assure or to ensure healthy uh, development to their mind and also to their spirituality. Glory be to God forever and forever. Amen.